everybody. Hey. We're back. Some of us. <clears throat> I think it's unbelievable. We announced, you know, we're going to take, you know, the month of February. Then we're going to, the show's going on hiatus. And instantly, Mark and Kyle immediately just decide to take the night off. Yep. They're the Yoko and Ono of the Bruise Room. <laughs> the Yoko and the Ono? One's Yoko, one's Ono. <laughs> Which one's the better half? I don't think Yoko has a better half. No. A good half. No, they're all bad. People still hate her. I don't know. She's still alive? I, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Her kid is. She has a kid? Yeah, Sean Lennon. I think they might even have two. That's John Lennon's son. Yeah. Is he a musician also? Yes, he is. And in fact, yeah, Jungle Jim says Yoko's the devil. See? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm not a huge Beatles fan, so I don't really give a shit that she broke them up. I mean, they're all talented and whatnot. I got all the respect in the world for them. I'm just not that big of a fan. I can appreciate what they did for music, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't really enjoy. There's a couple of songs I do like. Lucy in the Sky, Hey Jude. I mean, that's just like yeah, name, no. off, yeah. name their big hits. But not all of them. Like all their bubblegum pop. I want to hold your hand eight days yeah. a week, shit like that. It doesn't do anything for me. I'm not a big Beatles guy. My parents didn't listen to the Beatles when I was a kid, so I don't think I got yeah. that appreciation. Our Rolling Stones are way better than their Beatles, England's Beatles. <laughs> I just never understood why the why there was so much hate for Yoko. I just I heard that you know she had possibly broke them up or something, but I think she's blamed for it. Yeah, I don't know. That's all. I know I'm old, but that's still before my time. I don't believe you. It is. I I give you my word. I'm going to need to see that birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the Stones. Uh, so, Super Bowl, did you watch it? No. 35 years I watched the Super Bowl. 34. This is the first year I didn't do it. Not a single down, not a single minute of pregame, nothing. And I didn't miss it. I don't care. Lynn and I caught up on all of our TV from the week that was DVR'd, and I didn't feel bad about that in the slightest. That's what I did, too. We finished the uh, Ted Bunny doc. It's good. Yeah, was good. Yeah. Um, caught up on some uh, Top Chef, some Hell's Kitchen. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. We kept it real exciting on Sunday. I just uh, can't get into the cooking shows. That's just not my thing. I, love I know you love them, but no. The, uh, the big takeaway, I think, from the Super Bowl was hashtag no corn syrup. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar? Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you see the ad? I did not, but... Uh, couple of our regulars were in tonight, and they told me that that was like a big thing that yeah. Budweiser was advertising, that they don't use corn syrup in Budweiser. I'm like, well, that's a, a lie. They do. They're like, no, in Budweiser. I'm like, well, no, they use rice. They use corn and Bush and Natty and yeah. everything else that they make, but maybe not Budweiser. Uh, I think it was Bud Light specifically because they were targeting okay. Miller Light. Miller Light our uses corn Light. syrup. Yeah, I guess one of them. Yeah. Uh, it was directly aimed at their other competition and that's why like i was seeing all the posts immediately all of the craft brewers were like hashtag no corn syrup no rice and shit like that you know <laughs> awesome and uh within like 10 minutes miller had a post out with like bud light versus miller stats on calories and carbs and flavor oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah uh, i think it was a huge miss from anheuser really just the way the internet's taking it today i think they uh definitely missed the mark i know they, you know, like the last couple of years, they've taken pot shots at craft beer. Yeah, this was directly 
at you know their biggest competition, and I think they missed it. I think they got to just stick with fucking being funny, you know, because they took a stab at, at craft with Brood the Hard Way, yeah, and got sued and lost, and then they took a stab at us with the peach pumpkin ale, and everyone said, "Hey, you just bought a brewery that makes a peach <laughs> yeah. pumpkin ale in Elysian." And then now this, they should just go back to what's up and frogs, you know? Maybe bring back Spuds McKenzie. I, I like don't the know. frogs. The penguins. We had all kinds of fun yeah. animals. Well, they the don't dog. do, 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 yeah. uh, do they still make Bud Dry? I know last time I, I looked, had you could get. we had a Bud get, Dry not too long ago. You could, like two ninety nine for a six pack of 16 ounce cans was the last time I saw it, but well, I couldn't a, tell you the last time. the fuck aren't we drinking that? It's a good deal, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The price per ounce, you can't beat it. No. And everyone's like, why, why? I guess they realize they're not going to win craft beer drinkers back over. That's just not going to happen. Right. Craft beer drinkers aren't just going to magically up and stop drinking craft beer. And they're probably still drinking Bud Miller Coors products anyway on occasion. We do. Sure. Uh, so they had to go after their other competition, I guess. And uh, I don't, I don't know who... Who's going to see that ad and be like, oh, you know what? Miller Lite has corn syrup. I better stop drinking that. Yeah, fuck all that noise. The, the Corn Farmers Guild or whatever it is that they have was also like came out immediately and was bitching about it. Like, you're, you're, you're going to end up hurting our livelihood more. Yeah, somebody was telling me that the, some corn farmer immediately posted a video of himself dumping out all the Bud Light that was in his refrigerator. <laughs> I said it's the same thing as the, the guys shooting up their Yeti coolers and burning their NFL jerseys. And what sh- happened you, with Yeti? Uh, they came out and said something negative about Trump, I believe. I don't know. Oh, the Rednecks got super pissed Say off. Say whatever you want. I'm not going to shoot my $300 cooler. Exactly. <laughs> and he bought a $300 one. That's a cheap one. Is it? Uh, yeah, these guys are, are shooting up like eight hundred dollar cooler, oh coolers, like shooting them with their fucking shotguns, blowing holes in them, awesome. lighting them on fire. Yeah, just because they, I don't know, they support gays or something. <laughs> I don't know. Was... I just, I don't know what they thought was going to happen, what, what kind of ex, uh, you know, reaction they expected, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't the one they got. Yeah, it's been like ninety nine percent negative feedback I, uh, across like. A whole lot of different, you know, demographics and stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's funny. That's the only thing I know about the Super Bowl. I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't even see the commercial. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I never. I didn't watch any of the the commercials. I didn't see anything about it online either. I, I mean, basically, I, I I go to Reddit and that's about it anymore. But uh, they were all just pissed off about the SpongeBob song. Apparently. I don't know whoever played that fucking halftime show. Maroon, Maroon Five, yeah. Uh, they were they had promised that they were going to play some song from SpongeBob, and so all these nerds tuned in to watch the Super Bowl oh just God. to hear them play the the uh, SpongeBob song, and they played like three seconds uh, intro to it, and then said, nah. "Oh, that's the song." I kept seeing like, "Hey, they teased this song." I thought yeah. it was just a Maroon, like a new single or something that they didn't play. No, nah, some SpongeBob thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. If you were on Reddit at all yesterday, as every third post was yeah. a SpongeBob. I, I thought the meme. SpongeBob thing was a joke. I didn't. Really no, that was a real thing. And I'm too old for SpongeBob. I I've never seen I, a single episode. Either. I don't. Uh, I don't get the appeal. No, I don't either. But I mean, 
I'm sure there are people that didn't understand the appeal to Tom and Jerry, which is sure. you know, the kind of shit I grew up with. But but these are adults that are complaining about a SpongeBob yeah, song. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's not fucking 12-year-olds that probably watch it. I don't know. I don't even know what age group SpongeBob's appropriate for. So. Yeah, I don't either. If uh, I'm trying, it's it, I think it's probably too uh, skewed too young for anybody that was actually going to complain, and it's just fucking neckbeard. That that's my guess. Yeah, yeah it, it's all these nerds that you know. It's a little part of their you know growing up their their history or whatever that don't watch sports and tuned in. Just to watch it, just go, hey, look at that, SpongeBob. And then they're not it, and like, wow, you made me watch an hour and a half of sports. Fuck you, NFL. The yeah. only the only other thing I saw was that uh, apparently Adam Levine forgot some of the words to one of his songs. One of his own songs? <laughs> yeah. Who do you think he is, Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> apparently just made some up on the fly. No well, I did on him then. And yeah, I, sure. I don't remember what song it was, but it was apparently one of their like bigger hits that I'm sure he's performed a thousand times and just got tongue-tied or something. Yeah. But, yeah. He's not going to get fired like that guy from St. Louis. What guy from St. Louis? The news reporter. Wasn't that news? Oh, Louis? yeah. <laughs> Martin Kilcoyne. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard that he also took off his shirt during the, the performance. I saw a picture of him. That dude is cut, man. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, I can understand why my wife has a thing for him. She got a thing for him? Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, a good looking dude. Uh, yeah, so, uh, of course, people are saying, oh, yeah, sure, he can show both of his nipples, but Janet Jackson shows one, and everybody freaks out. Like, come on. One that was 20 fucking years ago. Was it that long ago? I don't know. It was around then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I bet you it was close to 20 years. I don't know what exactly what year it was, but I'll bet you it was close. And, yeah. It's a oh, fucking uh, nipple. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. People get so butt. That I mean, that was twenty years ago, and people were still get getting butthurt about right, yeah. stupid stuff. Not too much has changed. No, they haven't at all. But uh. hey, our buddy Dan's on. He's got a show at the Improv Shop. Yeah, no wonder he shows up. He wants to promote himself. <laughs> Guys have been on in two months. <laughs> February 9th? What is that? Oh, uh, uh, that's a Saturday. Damn it! No, t- Saturday. Yeah, that's the same day as Cask Fest. We can't go. Oh, that sucks. Damn, I was gonna go see him too. Well, if you're not coming to Caskfest, which is sold out, which is where Justin and I will be uh, pouring beer at Second Shift, uh, go to the show. It's on Shoto, apparently. What time's that start, Dan? What time do you go on? Are you the warm-up guy, the fluffer? <laughs> <laughs> Get the real comedians hard before they go out on stage? Uh, it was 15 years ago when that happened. February 1st, 2004. All right. 8 p.m. Uh, so. at the improv shop. I've never been there. I'm not big on improv though. Uh, Dan, are you gonna be <laughs> gonna be pulling like things out of a hat that you? Dude, if to- he's doing improv, <laughs> I will skip the fucking cast fest to go watch him do improv. <laughs> All right, I need a place. <laughs> I don't know if Dan's comedy uh, <laughs> and, and improv go together. <laughs> February fifteenth, he's got another show. He says though, where's that? We'll we'll, uh, we'll plug that. February fifteenth. Pretty sure I can do. Jungle Jim's calling BS on pouring beer at Cask Fest. I don't know what you're calling BS on. Uh, we're not actually. Oh yeah, I guess technically we're not. Yourself. We're not pouring beer. You're pouring the beer if you get to come. But that's, I don't know, kind of the allure. I yeah, guess. you're supposed to be you impressed. Go, you get to come hang out with us and rub to go elbows, touch our equipment and stuff. Yeah, you can touch my <laughs> equipment anytime, any festival. Just ask nice. We finally settled on our beers today, and I'm pretty excited to take them. 
So one of them we had, we had, I think we had plugged for the uh, chocolate orange step. It's real good. It's delicious. And uh, we're doing a coffee hazelnut um, vanilla cream ale variant also. So I think people are going to enjoy both of those. Yeah, I think so. It's not going to be like last year when we bring the uh, mango habanero IPA. And uh, I think it was a 50-50 split on if you liked people it People thought it was it. too hot. Yeah. Pussies. I thought it was delicious. I did too. I really liked it last year. I'm missing pepper beers, man. We haven't had a good pepper beer. You can't in a hardly long get them time. anymore, except Little Lucy, and that yeah, beer sucks now, man. It's garbage. way downhill. Without Billy's around anymore, like you need somebody to step up and just make a salad pepper ale. Yeah, we're gonna be in uh, Colorado next month. We should uh, make a point to look for some Billy's. It's still being yeah. made. It's just not coming here. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good idea, man. I'm looking but, forward to that trip. Yeah, I am too. They're uh, releasing a Main and Mill Second Shift and Narrow Gauge collaboration on Saturday. Oh, that's right. So yeah. That's going to blow up the beer enthusiast, I'm sure. It's like some kind of big stout from those guys I'm looking forward to trying. And they always have uh, some kind of LSD variant they release uh, that day, too. Yeah. Libby sent out an email today to us all, giving us a little bit of details, and she said that They've got a couple of surprises that, yeah, uh, nice. yeah like she didn't even tell us. That'll be so. fun. What uh, what are they doing? For- J- JVG is coming with his wife. Yeah, so he's flying down from or driving, I guess. I don't know if flying or driving from Detroit just to go to this festival, and he's uh, we're actually going to get to meet Alicia. So yeah, I didn't believe she existed for a long time. No. He's going to show up with a fucking a real doll. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll just be one of those anime pillows. <laughs> <laughs> it's a body yes. pillow with like a cat on it. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Either that or he's gonna hire some, you know, knockout hooker. That you, he'd have to have her on retainer for. He's been talking about her for a long time. It's true. Well, I guess we've never seen her. Like he could just be making her up and then you know hire. But you know what? The only time I've ever seen her is on. Uh, Facebook yeah. when they're going riding and she's, she's got, got a on helmet. a helmet on, full face <laughs> helmet on. So I've never actually seen her face. <laughs> and I say she could be a beautiful, beautiful she, I'm lady. I'm sure, oh. sure she is. Yeah. I mean, she's with him. He's got to be. Because that guy's a fucking treasure. I'm going to bet he way out kicks his coverage. I bet so too. Because yeah. he's rolling in cash. You know he's got the dough. So yeah. You think she's so? way hotter than him. <laughs> yeah. I hope he listens to this one. I'm sure he will. Uh, I just had a couple of news things to talk about. So Green Flash, we talked about them a lot last year after they uh, canceled their production brewery they were going to build and then laid off like 76 people, pulled out of 42 states. Uh, They just put out a... I don't know, a press release that uh, they're they're going to make a hard push in 2019 to uh, regain their glory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they hired, I guess last year they hired a former AB exec. Okay. And they've rebranded everything. And I'm going to show you. What does that look like? They're rebranding. It looks like Blue Moon from here. I can barely see it, but it looks like the Blue Moon. Uh, tropical DNA. DNA. Oh, that sounds like semen. 
I think this looks exactly like a Golden Road. Sure. Box. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's what they're they're going towards. Uh, if you look at some of their other labels, they're very purple Anheuser Craftish. Yeah. And like West Coast IPA. Yeah, I don't understand like the the coloring everything it just the, it feels off i think a little bit for me i really liked green flash's uh branding before you know i like that that green star looking yeah. thing half a star i know it's a sun but whatever uh i always thought it was kind of cool it looks super mango cart now yeah oh which is golden road yeah is. which is what you said right um yeah i don't know they've they said they've gone back to their original w- recipe for West Coast, which I know was a huge deal when they changed it, and they ended up losing a lot of market share from that because they didn't. Nobody liked the beer anymore. They right. bumped it up to like eight percent, but they just used a bunch of extract to get it up that high, and it just changed the beer, and it wasn't any good. Apparently, they're going back to their new recipe. Um, back to the old recipe. Or, yeah, the old recipe, and they're uh, going to pump out some new. I don't know about new, but uh, more Alpine stuff which all right that was beers that uh, that brand is i think had a really good name and green flash pretty much just tanked it for sure that's one thing we talked about last year um but even the new alpine logos and stuff it looks looks like breckenridge yeah i was gonna say it looks exactly like breckenridge which is also an anheuser product yeah so like it's very obvious where they're so they're not bought out they just have a an ab exec running the show now Uh, they did sell to a investment company firm, or firm whatever, or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. last year um and they're the ones that are pushing for all these changes i think it's too little too late man like you've been out of so many markets now for so long and so many new breweries have popped up yeah green flashes and old head in the in the scene and i don't think they took a beating too i mean even dan said you know they were good until all of a sudden they started tasting like mop water, you know, and he's right. They yeah. they really went downhill fast. Then you open up a brand new brewery and fire everybody, you know, three months later. I don't know, man. They hired like 14 new salespeople, they said, to get out there and try and promote products. And, uh, you know, they've got a whole new, they're canning like everything now. They're I don't know. They're trying to be hit the trends of the hazy IPAs and stuff like that. They've got a couple of those coming out that are going to be year round releases for them. I just don't think anybody's going to get excited. I'm sure like if nah. they were here, we'd carry it, but it's not like, I'd Hey, at least let's try it, do a know? green flash release re-release day or something. And I, right. is anybody going to show up? I don't, I, I don't know. know what, if anybody would really give a shit. I don't think so either. Uh, so I just lost my train of thought. I'm Go ahead. sorry. No, I, I, uh, I was going to say, uh, change the subject a little bit. I don't know if you still had anything more on them. But uh, apparently a bunch of, of wine slash, uh, uh, what's the bubbly one? Champagne experts released their top 30, or at least their top, uh, the, the 30 most well-respected brands of champagne. Okay. The thing that surprised me the most. All right, so I read this list. I don't know a single one of them, obviously. They're all French. Andres isn't on there? That's what my wife likes. Brute's not on there. Brute? (laughs) Yeah. I was really surprised that neither one of those were on this list. The $4.99 bottles of champagne at the gas station didn't make the top champagne list? No. That blows my mind. Number two was Krug. Probably Krug, but whatever. Uh, I thought maybe for a second when I first read it, I'm like, Brute, there you go. Uh, no. Yeah, just oh, another yeah. four-letter name. Yeah. 
the B or the R and the U are the same, but just I was disappointed. The uh, fuck, I just had something to talk about. Well, there's just the two of us here, so we got to keep it. No, I. Oh, it was the same. um, The rape beer. I was going to bring this up. They just sold their full, the rest of their shares that they own to Anheuser. That was a big deal last year when AB bought them out. Yeah. And uh, so now everyone's just, you know, fuck rape beer completely. You know, you want to get loaded with AB ads and shit on there. But they put out their uh, list of top 100 breweries in the country. And it's all of the same breweries you always expect, of course, perennial and side project. Sure. Uh, But number one, Hill Farmstead. I get that. They're pretty well respected. I've had some really good beer from them. Russian River was number two, which I was kind of surprised by. Yeah, they're like, kind of old hat now. Yeah, like they've had a little bit of fall off and pop. You don't see nearly as many people talking about like Pliny and their right. sours and stuff. Which like, isn't anything negative about them. You know, they're they're still making great beer, which I understand and respect, but it's just kind of surprising. It's almost refreshing to see, Yeah, like I said, an, an older brewery make this list. That's, that's what I thought. Um, the only other like older brewery on here in the top, 20 uh new glarus which kind of surprised me as well <laughs> yeah new glarus okay <laughs> and then uh uh where'd the other one go three floyds which i was also kind of surprised the florida of beer <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know man that's another brewery i just don't see people getting super excited about uh anymore like they keep it's because outside of gumball head and Three others that zombie uh, dust and yeah, gumball head, Alpha King, zombie dust. I don't know, like, nobody every time somebody uh brings up Dark Lord, it's always like, Oh, shit. yeah, that's can you take off my headphones? Oh, <laughs> hey, we'll be we'll be right, right back. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Uh, anybody watching could see. God, I am soaked. And we just opened up our first beer. It was a homebrew. I think Crona did this on purpose because we talked shit on him last week. Uh, this was that beer that we gave him the all the ingredients for. It was the locally sourced grain. That Justin and I said smelled like cucumbers. Well, he finally brought us the beer, and it just exploded all over me, all over everywhere. Cool there. It's all over all of my recording equipment, my phone, my laptop, and especially me. You're gonna get pulled over on the way home now. <laughs> Dude, I'm standing in a half an inch of fucking beer. 
You got me back, asshole. He's apparently not on fix. <laughs> All right, well, Jeff, Jeff's drying his junk off. <laughs> Did you just leave it outside? Yeah. Okay. It was still spewing. Oh, was it? <laughs> so we're not going to open the second bottle. I'll take it outside. But just to see. See if it's the same. We'll be right back. Wish me luck. <laughs> it's fun. Nothing ever, nothing ever exciting happens on the uh, the live show. <laughs> that one's fine. All right, we got we got one good bottle anyway. Uh, so <laughs> this was from a local. A local-ish um, malt company. Did uh, they actually malted themselves? Uh, yeah, yeah, they grow it and malt it all themselves. Really interested to try this. He did just did single malt, single hop, I believe. So just so we could try and get the the best feel for what this grain was going to be and why it was twice as expensive as. Normal two row. All right, guys. Sorry about all that. So, yeah, uh, if you guys remember, if you are regular listeners, we got this stuff. It's grown about an hour west of, of here. And, yeah, it costs double the normal grain, so we weren't we weren't really too keen on it. But it both smelled and tasted like cucumber. Uh, so we wanted somebody to actually make it. Uh, just to see if the beer did or not. Uh, he says it's uh, 4.3%, uh, 1032 OG, uh, 0.002 final. So this has got to be super dry. dry. <laughs> yeah, that was my going to be my first comment on it was how dry it was. Mashed at 150 for a minute 67. Came out drier than I wanted. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah, 150 mash is going to do that. That's I yeah. mean, that's already bordering on fairly dry. Yeah, I don't know why you would from uh mash that high or that low of me excuse me uh during the mash and boil i did put out a slight cucumber smell but he says there is not uh the taste is not there what do you think i haven't tasted or smelled it yet no i don't really get any cucumber which surprises me i expected to have a little bit of that that flavor or aroma but i kind of get it on the nose i get really? a very vegetal Aroma. It, it honestly kind of reminds me of like uh, tzatziki sauce, which, or or a gyro, <laughs> which you know usually has cucumbers on it. If this was a uh, slightly less dry, I think it it was a pretty solid blonde ale. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I, I could drink it. It's just I don't taste it at all. The, the cucumber. cucumber. Yeah, uh, not even a little. I know he was just going for, you know, the single malt, single hop. Yeah. But uh, it just needs a little something. It needs to be a touch sweeter, I think, and it would be a pretty solid beer. Yeah, I agree. I don't get any off flavors on no. it or anything. Um, so, good. I mean, good job on making the beer. You know, it's got a decent clarity for a homebrew, too. Uh, the color's nice. I just... 
I kind of wish the cucumber came out a little bit more, actually. I like cucumber in my beer, though, so. I hate cucumber in everything. Well, then this is for you. God, I am fucking soaked. <laughs> we uh, we had somebody, Eric, brought in a homebrew tonight that was uh, pretty decent as well. But uh, he had some good advice for him, I think, on not necessarily uh, telling someone what your style is before uh, before they try it. Especially on homebrew. Yeah. You, know, you, you make something on homebrew and maybe it doesn't come out exactly the way you wanted it. There's no hurt in changing that style. No. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he wanted to do, a, what was it, an imperial pale? He was trying to do an imperial pale, and uh, the recipe that he found wherever, I know he told me and I forgot, called for both amber ale or amber grain. Uh, I think it was like an amber DME. Amber? Oh, okay. Uh, and Crystal 80. I don't know why any pale yeah, ale. Crystal 80 is why that beer came out brown. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what I told him. He's like, well, what style should I say? I'm like, what's a fucking brown, man? Just go with it. He's like, well, I wanted to do uh, something with raspberries. Well, raspberry brown is a fairly common style. There's yeah. no harm in it. You know, it just, you know what? It didn't come out the way you wanted but, it, I mean, the beer itself was fine. There were no off flavors. Uh, it was very young, too, whenever he gave it to yeah. me. Yeah, that's uh, why I'd like to try it again when it was carbonated. Yeah, he said it was in between first and uh, second fermentation. First, first primary and secondary fermentation, fermenters. Oh, okay. So, uh, which I still say don't ever do a secondary fermentation, but whatever, you were going to add fruit to it, that's fine. Uh, so I smelled it, and I, I immediately said, it's extract, right? It had a, a very much of that aroma. It also had a bit of a cardboard aroma, uh, signifying oxidation. But being that young, that could be why. Yeah. So uh, the beer itself was fine, but it, it, it came out. It was certainly not a pale ale. It was very, very dark, very, very caramely on the flavor. And I told him, like, dude, just make it, uh, just make it a, a brown ale. There's no harm in that, you know, yeah. at all. And uh, I think that's what he's going to do. And, I, yeah, I look forward to trying it whenever uh, whenever it's done. I like raspberries and brown ales. So. The beer itself was good. There was no no off flavors outside of that uh, a little bit of uh, oxidation. Yeah, that's what I told him. I didn't taste any brewing defects, and that's it's usually pretty easy to uh, tell right off the bat. Yeah. Speaking of brewing defects, did you see uh, Uita had to recall, like, 14 brands? No. Like all of their package. No shit. Yeah. What'd they do? Yeast contamination. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that sucks, man. I like you, Inta. They said uh, every, whatever pitch, I guess their house strain, they found some, it, it wasn't, it was a standard, it was an, a, an ale yeast, but it was different than what they were using. And in the long term, it could put off all flavors in their beer. So they just oh, okay. did the, they got ahead of it and pulled all of it, which I'm all like, right. good on you for not for sure waiting to see what was going to happen with it. I mean, that had to be a big pain in the ass and a yeah, lot of expensive. money lost. You know, just thousands and thousands of cans of beer just down the drain. That sucks. I don't know what. what you just can't really do anything with it at that point unless you you got a fooder. You just dump it all into a fooder and throw some souring bugs yeah. in there or something and see what happens, but. Do you, do you want to pay somebody to stand up there and crack 12 ounces? Yeah, no shit. Hours of time. <laughs> I guess you just go right in the garbage with it. You give them away to all your employees. Yeah. I think a brewery that size can 
absorb a little bit of yeah, loss probably. here and there. I'm sure it's written into their yearly bullshit. I'm sure they have insurance on it, too. Yeah. Never really thought about having insurance on your products. It's cause at this scale, it doesn't really make any sense, but when you're talking about you know, tens of thousands of barrels a year, I guess you have right, to. Right, right. Yeah, we do not. Uh, we, we fuck up a batch. We just eat that, but that only costs us a couple hundred bucks, not tens of thousands yeah. like it does them. Yeah. I'm going to crack this next beer. It's probably going to take it taste exactly like the first one. I was really excited to try this one. Sierra, Sierra Vesa, just easy drinking lager. Nothing special on the can about. So I assume it's just a straight up lager. It smells like lime, so I'm going to go no. I thought there was something special about this, but maybe not. That's why I was excited to try it. But I don't see shit on the can, so. This is family owned, operated, and argued over. (laughs) Could you... You got to the point where you were expanding and and had and took on a bunch of family members. Could no, you, could you work together no, no, with your dad no, or your absolutely. siblings? My dad, yeah, I could probably work with my dad, uh, just because I got enough respect for him. Yeah, uh, as, as a businessman, he used to teach finance. He, I mean, now nah, he's a PhD. He, I got a lot of respect for my dad on that aspect of it. I sure. think he could help me run a successful large business. But as a brewery or a restaurant, no, not at all. Not even with my dad. Small day-to-day thing is just not, you don't think. <laughs> he told me that uh, I would never make it here if I didn't sell Budweiser. Yeah. Um, you know, here I am seven and a half years later, still going relatively strong. Uh, he told me that there was no way that I could ever be successful. I'm like, Dad, I know this industry. I know what the people want. We argued about it for a bit. Not really argued because he had no bearing in yeah, this place it, but it wasn't his choice right yeah so i think if you look at it from his perspective seven eight years ago whenever you were and started here put a brewery in cottleville you know like uh, there was probably a lot of people that kind of had that would have had that thought that you know how is craft beer going to go over in this tiny little area of st charles yeah. county you know a lot of people told me i was insane uh i mean it just takes a lot of forethought to see you know trends ahead that long and be like right. you know eventually people will come around and they did dan's right though it's the hardest industry to be in what do you think about this beer? dan believed in me good for him he's my boy man yeah. i love that guy i really do he's there a are a few dude. people that i would say that about you're one <laughs> dan's one thanks end of list <laughs> Brian, my boy Brian. I like this actually. Am I crazy or is there some citrus there? No, there's absolutely some citrus there. It's not and strong, I get a, a it honestly it tastes like a, a Mexican beer. It's yeah. got a hint of salt to it, a hint of lime to it. I actually kind of like it. Man, I smell a lot of lime on the nose, but trying it, I wish there was a little more hit of it. <clears throat> it's a little boring, but it's not bad I, I like the beer yeah i wish it had a touch more lime to it but i do like it it's uh 
It's Bud Light Lime. You went to Lime Pilsner without the overpowering, fake-tasting lime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I kind of like this. Uh, I like it more than I anticipated, actually. Is this uh, something we're carrying, or do they just drop off a sample? It's a sample. They're trying to get me to bring it in, which, now that I've tried it, I might. Yeah, we can move this on tap for sure, or even in the cans. Uh, this might be one that's only available in package. Oh, I'm really? not a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a bummer because especially in the summer, this the summer this would Andrea. move real well. Fuck, just between you and I. It's, it's not Katie anymore. We got to find a replacement. That's right. <laughs> Something a little cheaper. <laughs> can't afford to to pound down three hundred dollar kegs anymore. <laughs> can't get drunk on Katie anymore. It's a bummer. <laughs> I'm going to drink the shit out of Katie on Saturday, though. Fuck yeah, I hope they got some fruited variants, yeah, too. It's a, I haven't had any of the variants. I know you guys had, what, like raspberry I've had a lot of them, man, and yeah, they're they're all just really, really good. I, I have, but not in a long time. We did the Katie night here, what was that, two years ago? Yeah, I think and so. And it was the one of the salad. busiest nights we've ever had, and... Uh, Every single one of the beers were overcarbed, and it sucked because <laughs> everyone wanted to do three ounce pours of all of the variants. Yeah. And we had me and you and Lynn and Steve all back here, all trying to pour fucking beers. And then unfortunately, cheese. I only own one pitcher. <laughs> so <laughs> I had somebody on Friday come in, and a uh, big group of people, and they were they were all cool, but they kept asking if I had anything larger than a pint glass. I'm like. No, no. Like, if you want macho mugs, go to Hot Shots. Yeah. You know, and they there was probably twenty of them that came in, and they're like all the guys would only drink Schlafly Kolsch, and all the girls were actually like trying stuff. It was like total role reversal, and I loved it. And the girls kept giving the guys shit about not good for them. Out. Yeah, awesome. And they were trying everything, man. They just were, they wanted to drink our beer, so they they drank a lot of vanilla, obviously. But sure, they all loved the uh, fucking red was going over huge with them, but. None of the guys, man, they wouldn't try anything. I'm like, dude, Kolsch is fine. You can order the Kolsch if you want. I'll keep keep pouring them for you. Sure. But you're here. The girls are giving you shit. Maybe, like, fucking man up and try. (laughs) Get a three-ouncer of something. Yeah, really. I don't know why. Macho mugs of Kolsch, huh? That's what they wanted? There was, like, four or five girls and, like, a dozen guys. Like, how did the girls pick, you know, they, they out outweighed the guys on where they were going clearly uh the guys did they outweigh the guys or no they were all good looking okay yeah Yeah. i had a feeling i don't know why yeah they were they were a good nice group too yeah uh (laughs) we did have uh a four top in here they said they were getting a ride home and they did not and they should have Uh, and that pisses pisses me me off more than anything yeah uh, but they left here and drove to Joe's. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, all right, well, they're Joe's problem now. And exactly. they were going to be a problem at Joe's because they were starting to be a problem here. Yeah. And uh, like, whatever. <laughs> Joe's can handle a Saturday night or Friday night. Oh, no, Friday is not uh, karaoke. No, that's Saturday. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- whoever had to deal with them there, I feel bad for those people. You know, if you're going to drive, that's fine. Tell me so I can cut you off. Because, one, I don't want you to die. Two, I don't want you to kill someone else. And three, I don't want to lose my liquor license. If you're going to get a ride, if you're going to Uber it or whatever, i got no problem serving you, continuing to serve you, as long as you're not going to throw up. If I think you're going to get to that point, that's when I'll stop you. But fuck, man, if you're going to drive, fucking tell me. You know, don't lie to me. Because I will cut you off when the time is right. So that was annoying, (sighs) but wasn't the most annoying thing that happened that night. 12 45, 12 50. Four guys walk in. 
they all just they ordered Bud. Like, all right, drink yeah. PBR. That's what we got. I'm yep. not trying to. <laughs> I'm not trying to change your mind at 1 a.m. Yeah, sure. So they all got PBRs. They went and sat on the couch. I started cleaning, breaking down stuff, and Lynn. I was back uh, cleaning something in the office, and Lynn's like, "You're gonna have to go back to the bathroom." I think uh, I just overheard one of their friends say he just went to go throw up. I'm like, "Great, awesome." So he's back there for a while. I don't know if he did or didn't. I went in the bathroom. It was fine. So I either good on him for cleaning up after himself right. or he just didn't throw up. Yeah. But while he was in there, his friends were like, oh, let's just leave him. And Lynn, I was, no. I was in the back, and Lynn's like, get the fuck in here. She's like, no, you can't leave him here. Yeah. Like, that's bullshit. He's not my problem. You guys brought him here. Get him out of here. And they're like, Fine. So they went and like got him from the bathroom, and he walked out on his own accord. But like, what kind of shitty friends do you have? They're so just gonna did, leave you. Did in he the pass bathroom? out in the bathroom? No, I Is think that what it was. He or? walked out, and he didn't. He looked fine. Like yeah. I didn't. I, he didn't look overly drunk or anything. But I think maybe he thought he was gonna throw up, and his friends didn't. Your like, shitty fucking friends, yeah. man. You guys ever did that to me? I'd be like, nah, come on. So they took their PBRs. And they took him outside and then dumped him out in the sidewalk and then threw the can- came back in, threw the cans away in the, in the trash can by the door and then left. It's very polite of I'm him. like, could have just, yeah, he could have just given them to me or. Yeah, sure. I could have dumped uh, them down the drain. Yeah, whatever. I, it was just a weird thing. That's what happens at one o'clock. Nothing yeah, good happens yeah. after that. Nothing. You, you come in and start drinking. That's a song, isn't it? Nothing good happens at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., something like that. It, it probably should be. I know it's a song. Nolan Richardson's shouting us out. What's up, buddy? Fuck yeah, Nolan Richardson. Guy's cool. Yeah, he is. He's my <laughs> favorite. Uh, Nothing good. So, anyway, we were talking about rape beer After earlier. 2 a.m. And Oh, that's definitely true. Um, how Anheuser bought him out, and now I, you know, I don't think any the craft beer people aren't going to be into it at all. But when you were getting into beer, did you use rape beer? No, before? I've never, ever, ever done that. Not even just to like look something up. Not, not not necessarily to post reviews, but just checking. No, I really didn't. I was trying to remember if I but ever did. I can't remember. When I first got into craft beer, though, the internet wasn't a thing. Yeah, but I mean, you were in it long enough that eventually that it, it should became have popular. Yeah. And I mean, uh, right beer's been around. Beer Advocate they've been around for a long time. Sure. You know, they were pre-untapped yeah, by no. a long shot. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, n- I never really did. I didn't really get into those websites until I decided I was going to open up a brewery. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you use them for then? I, I just ended up starting to, to read up on it, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, <coughs> excuse me. I, I'd hear, oh, man, it's Stone Brewery out of San Diego. Man, you really got to try them. Try and get them whenever they come or. Oh, for stuff to actually carry here? Right, yeah. And this was before Stone was available. I didn't know who Stone was. Yeah. And so I'd look them up then. Uh, I wanted to know what the fuck I was talking about. So, yeah, I'd start looking up, like, top-rated IPAs and shit like that. That was the big thing for me, top-rated IPAs, top-rated stouts. Did Rate Beer have the same thing like Beer Advocate where they had the pros and the bros ratings? Or was it just No, I never liked Rate Beer. I always thought Rate Beer sucked because it was only on a scale of one to five. And it was kind of like, here's your rating. The end. Whereas Beer Advocate had a lot more information, had actual reviews. I think they're still one to five, but I don't know. It's just, I always just like the website better. Yeah. I always like Beer Advocate better than Rate Beer. It's one I always used. I, I think we probably 
when I was uh, working with Lou Ellens and we were trying to put their beer program together and actually get into craft, you know, Lou Ellens always had kind of a, they always wanted to carry craft stuff, but that was right around the time when a lot more breweries were, com- were coming out. And I remember my boss always posting, like, it was either the rate beer or the beer advocate, like, rev- you know, whatever the top review was for that beer. Sure. Talk about the styles and stuff for servers and bartenders and whatnot. But I don't think, I don't think I ever got on there to see There's if an I thought option. I was going to like something. I don't remember. I don't think it's on Untapped, but the old one that I had, Tap Hunter, where you could put the rate beer uh, rating on the screen behind that's it. That's a terrible idea. Which is why I never did it. Yeah, because one, you might have a great beer that's got a terrible rating because it's you know not trendy or sure. whatever the case may be. Uh, I'll be honest with you, one of the big ones that I, I never liked, O'Fallon had terrible rate beer ratings. And I really liked the guys at O'Fallon. I didn't like the fact that they were getting ripped apart on beers that I thought were pretty damn good. Like yeah. Five Day had a terrible rating. Five Day's Five a, day good a good fucking idea. beer, man. Yeah. So, and I also don't like when people put too much stock in that. You look up there and see that it's rated, you know, uh, 52 out of 100. Your nose is turned up. Even if you order it, you're like, well, nobody else likes this. I'm probably not going to like it either. Your mind's made up already. As a bar, you're not doing yourself any favors by putting a 52 on tap. Precisely. You know, it'd be in short supply if you only carried 95 pluses or whatever. You know, yeah, <laughs> you'd have four guest taps on all the time. I, I there was a bar we were at that did that recently. It might have been uh, Growlers USA down in St. Charles. That they mm-hmm. they use Untapped, and I think they have their Untapped ratings on there. And there's definitely like. Some of the beers I'm looking at, I'm like, there's like one and a half star. Man, like right. nobody's going to, why would anybody order that? Exactly. I would probably still order it if it's something I think I might like, but your average consumer. That, or industry, though. Yeah. No, that, the average person's not going to do that. Your average guy that uses Untapped is going to look at it and like, oh, well, that beer's garbage. Yes. Yeah. I use Untapped the same way. As- <laughs> and uh, you didn't have the option of like, you know, if, if I could, you know, say I was putting up uh, Firestone Walker's Double Jack, 99 rating. And I could include that on that one? Okay, sure, maybe then. Sure. You, you just want to advertise, hey, look, you should really try this. This is a world-class like beer. You go to any big liquor store that has a large right. wine selection, and they have you know the little hangers under the yeah. bottles that are exceptionally high or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, so, but, but then you also have you know a beer that I think is fucking garbage that's rated 96, and people are like, oh, my God, this beer is amazing. This yeah. is so perfect. I'm like, dude, this keg is fucking full of diacetyl this is a bad batch you know you know you're fucking it up and i don't know i think people's opinions are skewed if they see a a, a a rating in advance and it sucks people can't make up their own fucking minds yeah you just crack this noble ray brewing off the leash shamefully good texas red ale texas red huh i don't think it's terrible I don't either. I don't know that I call it shamefully good. It's a decent red. But it's a beer I could drink, and I'm not crazy about reds. Yeah. You know, even though I still think Ryan's Red is one of my, if not my favorite beer ever, it's usually not a style that does it for me. I like this one. And it's, it's not super hoppy either. It's not a hoppy red. It's hard to put up a a non-hopped red yeah. against Ryan's. Sure. Because it's so different from what you normally expect from a red ale, and it's so much more of, like, everything. 
and then you had go back to like what a standard red's supposed to be like. You're like, huh, man, this is boring. Yeah, <laughs> but this is well made. I like it. Like most reds, standard, you know, fucking reds. To me, they're either too roasty or too caramely. This is a nice blend of both. Yeah, it's, like it's, neither one of them are standing out to me, which I like. It's got some sweetness to it, but not too much. I personally, I wish it had a little more hop character to it. I think it could yeah. do with. It's only twenty two IBUs. You kick it up to like forty, that'd be cool. It's no longer a red ale at that point, but whatever. So. It's all right. Not trust. <laughs> I like the beer. Sammy Hagar's not the only good red because Sammy Hagar sucks. The only good red what? I don't know. Dan says it's he's the only good red because he's the red rocker. Oh. Fuck Hagar, man. I hate Sammy Hagar. <laughs> I didn't like Montrose. I didn't like his solo shit. And Van Hagar is garbage. Well, you took a pretty hard stance on that. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say don't at me. That's the new trend right now. Don't at me? Yeah, don't at me. What the fuck's that mean? Don't like tag Like on Twitter? Me? Maybe. You like when people respond and you have to at their name. Yeah. It's don't at me. No. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna say that. You say something conf- controversial, you gotta say don't at me. Or hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> hot takes Hot Take's been around for a long yeah, time. It's though. trending I mean, again. Is it really? Yeah. That's I see it on I see it on uh, Twitch streamers all the time. When they have a controversial opinion. And yeah. it's always something that's like you know what? Pedophiles suck. Hot take. Whoa, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's kind of a lukewarm take. Hot take. <laughs> Lay's chips are better than Pringles. Leg la, Lay's stacks are better than Pringles. See, I might I might I might have to at you on that one. Don't at me. <laughs> because for starters, I'm right. No. But for two, who gives a shit? Well, I don't give a shit. Because they're basically exactly the fucking same. Then how are they better? Uh they're usually about twenty cents cheaper per can. Th- that's it. And if you're gonna drink wine out of them in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> They're plastic, whereas Pringles are cardboard. You're going to be able to hold, drink way more wine out of a Lay's stack. I saw canister. somebody today that was making and selling Pringles. Oh, the tumblers. tumblers. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> like way to capitalize on a, a current mem that's going to be hot for. It's already done. People have already forgotten about it. Yeah. No, no somebody's going to, you know, somebody's going to buy them as a joke for, you know, like, Someone my mom's age will be like, this is hilarious, yeah. and they'll think it's funny forever. Remember that lady six months ago? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I think if you're uh, if you're two weeks past on your memes, they're dead. Nah, too late. Yeah, you get made fun of for t- bringing shit up like that. Man, I really wanted to bring up an old one right there, but I couldn't think of anything. Just total fucking blank. <laughs> Can we talk about Harambe? Yeah, that, that's a good one. <laughs> R.I.P. That's my homeboy. Did you see uh, the Brewers Association is coming out with a new logo or label for... Uh, 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 the upside-down bottle's not good enough for him? Uh, no, it, it's the same, but it's for uh, supporters. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's so, like bars and restaurants can put a supporter, independent okay. beer supporter logo up man they're really writing this i i don't understand what the brewers association like why they've tied so much energy and resources into this fucking label i don't know that everyone talk about old memes like this shit's fucking from last year yep 
you missed your opportunity, I think. I kind of forgot it was a thing, and I really don't see it ever. There's a couple of breweries. I know that we have, like, their cans in the cooler bottles that have the, the you know, the little icons on them or whatever. Apparently, Dogfish Head just had a big, made a big deal about all of their products are going to have that label on it or whatever. Neat. It doesn't matter. Nobody no. gives a shit. Who gives a shit? It, and we talked about how no one's going to walk into a store and see that label and buy that over something that doesn't have it. Because the people that know what they're doing are already going to buy the beer that had the label on it anyway. You're not tricking anyone into purchasing a, a craft beer versus an Anheuser product by, by having that on there. But whatever we say that, and the beer we just poured has a on the can. Does it really? Yeah, uh, facing me. Yeah, sure does. Coronado Brewing weekend vibes. I think uh, did Aaron bring us these? Somebody brought this in for well, me. Someone brought them for Aaron. Aaron gave shared us, them with uh, us. A couple That's cans. Right. Yeah. Apparently, this brewery he said he really liked. Ooh, fuck. That smells goodish, man. Yeah. <laughs> and look, it's an IPA that you can see through. Weird. Super piney. Dank. It's like Colorado. This is a San Diego style IPA, in case you were wondering. That's a pretty damn good beer. This is one of the better IPAs I have had in a long time. Fuck. This smells, smells awesome. Fresh, too. Like yeah. The hops are vibrant as shit on this beer. Twelve eighteen, a month and a half old. I mean, that's still well within its. Yeah, I suppose so. They just did a study and said, "Hey, guess what? You should drink beer cold." And within three months of it being brewed, like, yeah, dude, everybody knows that you didn't have to do a fucking. I don't need no machine Yahoo to tell me that. <laughs> Gut says my beard looks like something out of Satan's barber shop. I don't. You know, from the from, from the side, I'm looking at it, and he's yeah. like, yeah, it's, oh, you're right. It's very pointy. For from straight on, it's not at all, but uh, no, on, on on the video there, it I is. I feel like the, the devil from uh, Futurama. You ever see the robot yeah, devil? Yeah, I did, the, actually. Yep. Just the yep. triangle. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm really self-conscious about it. I tried getting into that show, and I just couldn't, man. You're just you're wrong It's fine. It. I mean, it wasn't offensive at all. It just wasn't. It didn't leave me wanting more. <laughs> well, he says I've given, always given him a departed from God vibe or feeling. I don't know what that means. Because you've been departed from maybe Leonardo DiCaprio? That's not, guts knows what he's talking about. I don't either. He's probably high. <laughs> man, I just want to keep smelling this beer, though. It smells awesome, man. This beer is fantastic. Have we had anything from Coronado before? I didn't recognize the name when he <clears throat> brought him up, but he said they're uh, it was one of his favorite breweries from wherever they were from. San Diego. Uh, Coronado. You said it's a San Diego style IPA, <laughs> and the uh, the arrow is pointing to San Diego. It's it says Coronado on the label. I don't know. I don't know my California it's geography. Coronado Brewing Company in Coronado, California. It says made, it right under right that. here, made in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can't see this at home, folks, but uh, Jeff is a liar. Stay coastal. <laughs> Stay coastal, it says. Are they on the coast? Yeah, they're in San Diego. Fuck, I just told you <laughs> that. 
bursting with tropical dankness. That's a good description on this. This yeah. beer is everything you want from a San Diego-style IPA, jam-packed with hop fruitiness and refreshingly dry. Crack one open. Get ready to feel those weekend vibes. That's stupid. <laughs> That's the name of the beer, those weekend vibes. Whatever it said on that, we were going to hate it. I just don't. Yeah. I don't like stories on my beer. No, I don't either. None of them are as bad as fucking Bell's fruit fight, though, man. Oh Fuck those guys. Yeah, people are loving that fucking beer, though. Oh, the we beer is really good. It. it is really good. And if this, the we got a double IPA from them next. I'm hoping it's as good as this guy was. They uh, were a champion midsize brewing company at the 2014 World Beer Cup. Way to hold on to those. Coronado is to San Diego what St. Charles is to St. Louis. Okay. I accept your apology. Ooh, Thick Secret Mosaic and Citra on the next one. I'm looking forward to that. What's the first one? Thick Secret. Fixed Secret? Vic. Vic Secret. Like Victoria's Secret. Vic Secret. Gotcha. It's just another big fruity fucking Mm. like kiwi Uh. style hop. Man, I really like this beer a lot. 6.8%. Next one's going to be 8.1. What's the cutoff on IPA for regular to imperial? It's like 7. I was going to say, I think it's about 7. This is weird that you have a beer that's within 1% almost of another beer, and then you want to call that one an imperial. I don't know. I mean, you got to make the the delineation somewhere, though, right? I mean, if yeah. it, let's just say it is seven. If you're six point nine versus seven point one, I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm it just sounds saying like you are. You used a nice word. That was delineation. That's not something I would have expected you to pull out of your vocabulary. I pull a lot of things out of a lot of places. <laughs> you just sure do. <laughs> oh, so I got a show that I watched over this weekend that uh, I think you might enjoy. Mark would definitely enjoy it. Uh, you you like stand up comedy, right? I do. Yeah. So Amazon's got a show. Um, they just I think it just came out. It's called Inside Jokes. All right. And have you ever heard of Just for Laughs? It's no. uh It's like the biggest comedy festival. It's in Montreal every year. I think and Dan's playing there this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, probably not. Dan, are you playing there this year? I would doubt it. Yeah. I didn't but, see him on this documentary. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, but they uh, I guess. They have some guys that travel around the country and do basically tryouts for this show. They have like a, uh, I forget what it's called, like a, an up-and-comer night or whatever mm-hmm. that's basically, they sell out this auditorium that's just industry people, like TV writers and um, uh, other comedians and, and people that will get you jobs, basically, if you go there. It's always like, if you're a comedian, that's what you want to try to get into because you get an exposure to a ton of people um, that can just, like, set your career off immediately. Yeah. Uh, so they filed around L.A. and New York, uh, these seven comedians that they were having their callbacks, basically, for their final performance. All right. And they're going up against 20-something other people in each city, and then you hope that you get... So it's last comic standing. It's not like a comp. It, yeah, yeah, I guess, but it's 
you're just going and doing your sets at these things, and there's these two guys that just happen to be sitting in the audience, and then they're going to pick their favorite comedians who they think has a unique perspective or something different to say, uh-huh. and then they invite you to come and do the set. I think they had like 21 people total do the new comic, new faces. That's what it's called, just for last okay. new faces. It was really entertaining. Uh, some of the comedians were really <laughs> funny. Dan just said that Vincent D'Onofrio blocked him on Twitter. <laughs> I gotta know this story. <laughs> uh, go ahead, tell about that story, Dan. I want to hear it. All right. So, anyways, go on with your show. Uh, so the comedians, there was a few of them. I'm like, oh man, I hope they make it. They were really funny. And then there was one guy in particular though that I fucking couldn't stand. Yeah, he was just obnoxious, annoying. He did all kinds of just weird, stupid voices and. I didn't find him to be very funny. And as they're following these guys around for like three weeks before their final audition or whatever, then shortly after, until they get the call whether they make it or not, he bombed like every set that he did right. really bad. And he gets called up. And I'm like, how? I'm like, I, I just, I don't know if I'm out of touch with what's funny, but these, th- these guys liked him and they picked him and he went on. And even he, though he bombed everywhere. Yeah, they liked his set enough at wherever they saw him at. But then he gets up there, and he was the last one to perform at the show. Yeah. And he fucking crushed it. And I'm like, where oh. the fuck were, were all of these jokes? I just had to sit through. It's like a six-part series or whatever. I'm like, I had to yeah. sit through five hours of your garbage prior to this. Like, uh, But it was it was, it was was really entertaining, and uh, you should watch it. It's yeah. worth you know, it. Inside jokes? Inside jokes. All right, yeah. I got Prime. I can watch it. Yeah, cool. six episodes. Yeah. I uh, I picked up a new show last night that I really like. It's called Too Young to Die, and I think there were either eight or ten episodes, and it's all people. What's it called? Too Young to Die. Okay, but it's all people that did die at young. Yeah. Uh, and it was, so, it, like I said, it's either eight or ten episodes, but it was Heath Ledger, River Phoenix, Kurt Cobain, John Belushi, Sharon Tate, um. Who else is on there? Some dude I'd never heard of. So mine uh, is Sharon Tate. All of those people did it to themselves. Yeah. I don't know how Sharon. Oh, Sharon Tate died. Uh, she was murdered by the, the Manson people, right? Uh, Yeah. There was like two actors that were on the that were on that boat with her and they never found her body. Oh, that they weren't. She wasn't murdered by the Manson clan. I think one of like there was somebody else that was in that group. Her story is really weird. And um supposedly there was like Jack Nicholson or something was on the boat with them. Like this was like back in the seventies, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, he was friends with somebody that was like in the Manson group or something. Um, and yeah, she just like never came back with them on the boat and really, yeah, no one knows what happened. I haven't watched that episode yet. So, I mean, yeah, I'll be, I didn't really, Go on. He says no Jack Nicholson. It was definitely somebody. Yeah, so, yeah, she was murdered by the Mansons. Yeah, but there was. So I don't think she was on a boat. I think she was in a room or in a, a house. Really? I thought, yeah. I thought she was on a boat. I, I, I never thought somebody. she'd be on a boat. <laughs> Either way, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's really good. Like, uh, the first one I watched was a Kurt Cobain one, obviously. And there was a lot of shit on there that I didn't know about him. Um, they interview a lot of his old friends, like friends that he had growing up. Uh, they, they go to the bridge that he lived in, um, or lived under, you know, whenever he was homeless for a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
they show like you know this is the hotel that he crashed in when he was doing this this is the uh, recording studio where he recorded bleach and it was really kind of cool um like I, said, I watched i watched kurt cobain heath ledger john belushi and river phoenix all last night uh it's cool i liked what, it a lot uh netflix netflix all right, yeah cool. and then uh what else did i watch fuck i didn't oh um who killed jam master jay and if you like old school hip hop at all, which I and, do, and that kind of stuff, it was really interesting. That was um, on Netflix too. Also on Netflix, right. yeah. So, was he murdered? Yeah, yeah. He Natalie uh, Wood. That's who I'm thinking of. Thanks. She Jim. drowned. Yeah, but it was a very mysterious death. Oh, okay. And there was a bunch of famous people around. Really? Yeah. I didn't know any of that. That's right. exactly who it was. <coughs> Robert Wagner was there. I know that name. Uh, I I don't know why I know that name. He was an actor, I think. Yeah. Was he a Bond? He wasn't a Bond. No. I don't know who that was. Roger Dalton. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Sean Connery. John Belushi. Tim. Dalton. Oh, yeah. Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we get them all? Nope. Craig. Uh, T. Nelson. Yeah. Oh, what's like? What's the new Bond's name? Uh, Idris Elba. Is he going to be Bond? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think so. Everybody's like, yeah, oh, you can't have a black. You can't Bond. have a black nah, guy. Get the no. fuck out of here. No black guy. That guy's no cool. women. I like him. He's cool as shit, man. Yeah. Can, can you role reverse the Bond and have a a female Bond and then have like the sexy guy with the you know like huge wang or something huge <laughs> wang or something like that huge <laughs> wang no because if his last name's wang he's got to be asian sure. and you know that that name won't fit <laughs> cox it's hugh cox huge huge cox huge cox. cox yeah, yeah. all right i think we got it but i think that would be funny he, uh, robert wagner uh Dan says was in the, uh, it's a Seinfeld episode, so you won't understand the reference. I will not. But he was uh, he called Jerry an anti dentite. I've heard that term. I don't get it, but I've heard it. Said he hated dentists, so he was an anti dentite. Gotcha. Yeah, that's very clever. It is very clever. <laughs> I call you an anti Jeffite. This beer smells awesome too. By the way, it smells exactly the same as the other. And it tastes just bigger and boozier and a little sweeter. It tastes like the imperial version of that. I the have, first one. Yeah, I like the. I think I like the weekend vibes better. I did too. It's got a little bit of an alcohol burn on it, which I didn't expect. Yeah, not at only seven percent. Yeah, seven and a half. Eight, eight and eight two, I think. Eight two. Yeah, right. but either way. You were talking about the Jam Master J thing. Oh yeah, no, it was really cool. Uh, um, you know, I I remember him being murdered, but I didn't know any of I don't the. I think I knew that he was murdered. I didn't know any of the backstory to it, and it was really cool. They went into like he was murdered in his recording studio, and they showed like there were all these fucking security cameras and shit, and there were also two witnesses that were in the recording studio yeah. when it happened, and somebody pulled the tapes, and somebody, you know, the like the one girl, it's like no, I didn't see shit sure and then a few years later she's like all right that's the guy i saw who held a gun to my face and i, I don't know it was really cool it when was, was that like how uh long ago? 2002 oh I shit okay i i would have guessed earlier oh no 
Uh, what really blew my mind is that seeing this guy, you know, who's a multi multi millionaire, Run DMC, the first hip hop artist sell uh, go platinum to. I don't think I don't think those guys made a ton of money, man. How do you not? I think the record studios took so much of it. I, yeah. I, I, okay, maybe. You can't do a. I mean, if you're going to do a net worth, you got to go with uh, DMC. <laughs> He's the only one still alive. Reverend Run died a couple years ago. I was just seeing in the Jam Master J's net worth at the time of his death. It was less than a million dollars. Really? Okay, that really surprises me. I would have expected him to be worth so much more. That doesn't mean he didn't make a lot of money and blow it, it was, you know, too. But. They made a point of pointing out during the movie that uh, they were the first uh, celebrity endorsement for athletic gear. It wasn't a sports person. Uh, Adidas I, the endorsed jumpsuits, them. Yeah, yeah. and their, their shoes. I mean, they had a song, My Adidas. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. That's cool. I would so. I would have guessed, fuck, was that in the what late 70s, early 80s? Yeah, right around there. There wasn't, like, but. a more prolific... I guess endorsements weren't a thing at that point. <laughs> That's crazy that even then that there wasn't basketball, you know, or a, a runner or something that you would have gone with, or honestly, even like um, a white performer. You know, it was Adidas. You know, thinking that far ahead to you know get the rap. Dan know. just said Reverend Run was worth seventy million when he died. Okay, I I think he. Didn't he had a bunch of TV shows and shit he did afterwards? Did he? Oh yeah, yeah. He, DMC is worth forty five million. He uh, and he's not dead yet. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I'm, I'm just saying what what Google said. What Google said. Yeah, they could be wrong. It's just a okay. So less than a million. Let's call it eight hundred thousand. Who knows? But yeah, he still was like really involved in with drug dealers and turf wars and. Shit like that. Like he uh, wanted to live that, keep living that lifestyle. Kind of, yeah. He still wanted to produce music. Cause that was his his job at that point. He owned a, a record studio. He was, yeah, you know, but still involved with that element. You know, one of the most plausible uh, stories that they brought up uh, related to to Fifty Cent. You know, you know, Fifty Cent infamously was shot nine times or yeah. whatever. Um, the time period makes sense for that's when he was first coming out and right, was they, having all his beef with like Dre and everything and Snoop back then. It was something they they brought up the fact that it was like one drug dealer was real good friends with Fiddy and one drug dealer was real good friends with Jay and when Fiddy got shot they went after Jay as retaliation kind of a thing. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was really interesting. It was pretty good. If you, you know, know I like hip hop, so it's yeah. definitely going to be right up my alley. I, I love docu series anyway too. Like yeah, I do too. Bio stories and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I do have something for you not to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Okay. It's a new Jake Gyllenhaal movie on uh, Netflix. Okay. You talk to text me. He's like, "Oh, you should watch this." I'm like, "Yeah, it looked kind of interesting." And then I watched it and not impressed. No. Fucking just like an hour and 45 minutes of boring ass shit. Okay. It's just Jake Gyllenhaal's like a, a an art critic. and uh, Sounds riveting already. Yeah. his And it was supposed to be kind of like a psychological thriller. Yeah. And I like that kind of movie. Uh, and then his friend finds out that her neighbor died and she goes into his apartment he was an artist 
and like takes all of his paintings and then his paintings like everyone that touches them they were like cursed like die you know okay in weird ways or whatever so final destination of the art world uh yeah kind of okay not good the show that everybody needs to watch is letter kenny god damn it's so fucking funny I'll get I'll get to finishing that soon. No, no, uh, you're getting to where it it really really picks up, man. Uh, four, five, and six are just unbelievably yeah. funny up uh, seasons. So good. Can I just skip three? No, no, okay. no. There's a lot of callbacks, and three's pretty good too. I think three's better than two. Okay, so two was just okay. I agree. I didn't hate it. I wasn't mad about watching it, but I thought I thought one was funnier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I would go two, one. Three, four, five, six. All right. Uh, it is reverse order. Yeah. You know, so we only got a few minutes left. What do we got coming up? Well, we technically have about nine, unless you count out the time that we stopped talking when Cronin sabotaged me. <laughs> so who knows? But again, it's just the two of us. We won't call it. We can call it. We've got a uh, couple new beers coming out real soon here at the bar. Uh, Girl Stout Cookie. That's like a crowd favorite. Should be out. I don't know, All week right. and a half maybe. Yeah, so two weeks. Uh, and then Otis, my man, which real beer drinkers really love. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite beers that we make. I love that fucking beer. I love the style. Black IPAs don't get enough credit, I don't think. Uh, but beer is really awesome. That's going to be coming out real soon, too. And then uh, we won't see most of you at Crider Fest. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have tickets, go see Dan. Yeah, at the Improv Shop. No, Improv Shop's the 15th, right? No. No? All right. Go see, uh, yeah, uh, February 15th, The Love Show, 1901, 1901 Arsenal. The Love Show? That's what it says. I don't know. Are there, like, ping pong balls involved? Or <laughs> Is Dan going to be playing piano and singing, uh, like, Dick Cheese-style uh, love songs to us? <sighs> that would be awesome. I would pay money to go see that. Yeah. For him, for him to play the piano and sing like uh, uh, anything Wayne Newton. Richard Cheese, not Dick Cheese. That's the joke. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I fucked it up. Like Wayne Newton. <laughs> That'd be a good time. He says yes. All right. So you, Dan says yes. That's what he's doing. All right. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. Uh, not the love songs. He's doing the ping pong ball part. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what day is the 15th? Next... I don't know. It I'm is, bad at doing days. It's a Friday. Uh, you can't go. Damn it. I can, though. Come on out. I will be there. Me and Lauren will go to that show. You guys come will buy your hang tab out with for the me. night if you come hang out with him. Uh, Justin says that he will take care of your tab. <laughs> it's a lie. Neither of us are doing that no, shit. We don't like absolutely to do that much. not. However, <laughs> I will hang out with you. You that's, can sit at our table. That's worth, like, a ton of money. Yeah, that's worth more than your drinks. Yeah, I'll admit it's I like know you. Eighty bucks in public, at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that it for us? Yeah, probably. We got a couple shows left. Maybe it'll be just Justin and I next week. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Uh, it'll be a surprise to us all. It's just going to be you. I'm not coming next week either. <laughs> Come listen to me breathe into a mic next week. We'll see what happens. Sexy. Yeah. See you.